Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Hey guys, my name is Danasia. And my name is Faith. Welcome back to season three of Type A Black Girls. We're discussing all things adulting, living in new cities, working our first big girl jobs, and of course, all things that come with being Type A Black Girls. We hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back. Hey y'all, welcome back. We almost finished, bro. We're almost there. I know. And it, we've literally done three seasons in one year. Yes. If you guys remember Dr. Sharma from a previous episode we did in season two, I was just talking to her the other day and she was like, wow, like you guys are really doing that. Like you started this in February and now you're about to hit 30 episodes. I know. And I said, this listen. Consistent thing in I my know. life. No, I said we're about to come up on our one year anniversary in February. I don't know what we're about to do. I know. We need to go to a nice dinner, a candlelit dinner. And it's in, and it's in February, Valentine's Day. Like, that's, that's crazy. We'll figure out something. We'll do something fun. Um, but we have a very exciting guest. If Faith, you want to introduce her? Yes. Um, so this is why it's important to set up one-on-ones because I saw a <laughs> black girl who was talking a lot in our basically like black Cisco group chat. Um a pro- the, the professional one and I was like oh I'm gonna set up a one-on-one with you and then turns out she was type a too and I was like oh I have a podcast and she's like oh, okay like didn't think anything of it and then she ended up moving two minutes like seven minutes walking down the road for me and I call her every day ping her every day on Webex and uh that's <laughs> the rest is history really so moms you want to introduce yourself yeah hi y'all I love our story that's so cute the one-on-ones are definitely coming in clutch but my yes. name is India and I'm really excited to be on the podcast so thanks for having me you guys what what is your college where oh yeah okay so I am an alum of the illustrious North Carolina Agricultural Technical State University. I studied information technology, mm-hmm. um, and I am now working with Faith as a business analyst. So, yeah, we've yeah. only met, we've only been a couple of months into this, but yeah. it's been a great friendship so far. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you want to keep the top of your rosebud and thorn? Yeah. Yeah. So, Rose, something good that happened. Um, I saw Black Panther 2 twice this mm. week in the span of like three days so i know that that's like the trending topic on every social media and it definitely it did a, they did a great job after the first movie so that was good um something i'm not what well, i am looking forward to mm-hmm. um i'm actually looking forward to going home for a little bit so i haven't been back home i'm originally from atlanta um but as faith mentioned we're in north carolina now so i haven't had a chance to go home and see some family in a while so looking mm. forward to that and then something bad that happened in your week Again, back to Black Panther. Um, <laughs> half the reason I saw it twice was because there were some kids who just maybe they were a little excited, but they didn't know how to be quiet for the whole movie. So I mm. feel like there were some gaps in there. Um, but you know, it's okay. So I was taking time. It was great. So not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Faith, I know you got an update. Usually we don't do updates, but Faith said this was an, an important update. So I'm looking forward to this because I don't know what to do yet. Moms. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. 
So um, I get in the lift on my way to babysit. And so um, I get in and initially I'm thinking she's eating like a little munchkin because as you guys may or may not know, I worked at Dunkin Donuts for half of my high school career, basically all of my college career. So I'm thinking she's eating a munchkin, but it's real green. And so I get in and I'm like, oh, she's like, oh, I'm just finishing my avocado. So like, so, okay. In this story, you think something's going to get crazy. It's crazy. and It just gets crazier. Okay. So just. There's a lot of climaxes here. So I'm like, okay, yeah. And she's like, yeah, like my husband told me that we're both going to be on a cleanse. Like I've lost 30 pounds in 30 days. You know, um, I, I don't eat no butter, no oil, uh, nothing white. Uh, she's like, so no macaroni and cheese. I said, oh, well, I just ate macaroni and cheese before I got in here. Like there's absolutely no way I could I could do this. So, you know, we get on the freeway. And I'm like, I don't know how I started asking it, but she was she was real talkative. So I was like, I'll be talking to back, talking about some. Yeah, you know, uh, my husband don't know I'm doing this. And I said, oh, OK, uh, so is this kind of like your fun money then? And she's like, yeah, um, I'm planning on leaving him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, OK. And she was like, yeah, you know, so. Basically, I'm NYPD, so I don't even know why he thought I wasn't going to catch him cheating on me. Oh, that's crazy. NYPD is crazy. crazy. Yes. Oh so God. basically, long story short, she told, like, there was just so much that happened. She basically told me that she has a nine-year-old kid. The holidays aren't really going to be great because none of her family's coming, and her mom has dementia, and her mother-in-law is sick. Like, the holidays aren't fun, and she has a nine-year-old kid, and... I was like, oh, nine, you restarted because she was like a little older. She's like, yeah, and it was an accident because I don't even like kids. <laughs> Yo. <Whoa. laughs> Why would you say that? Why would you say that? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, but, you know, I've been, I've been staying with him for three years so that I could save up. He still don't know I know imagine keeping that secret so then I'm like oh okay wow she's like yeah I'm saving up so much and I was like she's like I said so what does your husband think you're doing right now she's like oh he, she's, he thinks I'm fixing cars right now because I, I fix cars in the country so what I do is I drive out to the country grab my car this phone you see right here stays in the glove compartment because he likes to, and then this is the phone that I, I take home because he likes to answer my phone when I'm in the shower and she's like and you know my sister. I said, are you sure? Because I, I take a lot of lists, but I've never seen your sister. I don't think, like, but I may have. She's like, you're faith, right? I said, yeah. She goes, yeah, I have an identical twin that is is in charge of this lift account. So she knows everywhere I go and can see everything that I do, but I use her account. I'm sitting here like, what? In the, I was getting a bit scared. I'm not going to hold you. I was getting, and she was like, "Yeah." And I also froze my NYPD pension, and I'm a, and I'm a, um, I'm a unfreeze it when I leave him, and I'm a leave in January because I don't want to ruin the holidays for my baby. And I'm just in here like, it don't matter. His life gonna be ruined in January anyway. <laughs> I would watch that movie, and I don't know how it's gonna end. Mom, I see this turning a twist with the twin coming into play and something like. It really hurt the twin. I know. Find out next time on no, takes a lift. No, literally. Pretty little liars. Like moms. No, literally. My mom was like, Faith, you need a podcast of everything that happens in your life. I said, Mom, I do have a podcast. She goes, No, but specifically you. I said, Girl, <laughs> <You're right. laughs> Just record our FaceTime calls. Yeah, no, just... no, literally. So yeah, that that was my day. And before I got it, she said, Look, baby, come come look. And she showed me everything she made in like the past like three days. And it was like uh, it was like 
almost two thousand dollars. She was like, wow. "Yeah, I've been, I've been paying off my credit cards. I've been paying off all my debt, so that when I leave him, he's not gonna be able to pay off the house or refinance. So he's gonna be left left." And my and my identical twin sister told me that she will help me refinance it, and then he'll have to pay me because his credit ain't good. I'm like, girl. No, I'm not gonna lie. I would have gave up after finding out he's cheating. Because for <laughs> three years, anytime he laughed, I'd have been like, you know what's funny? <laughs> There's no way I would have stuck through. Yes, I know. She's like, yeah, these young folks, they, they leave the house to the man and they be staying in the hotels with their kids. She's like, well, I'm not judging, but I'm not going to do that. What? She has a master plan that you just don't know about. And yeah. I don't think you need to. Maybe not. Yeah. I said, well, good luck to you. Have a good January. <laughs> and that was my update. Wow. Yeah. She better have got five stars. Just for the entertainment value. Wow. I literally, I was like, I can't wait to, I can't wait to tell Strawberry. I've never tipped more than a dollar. I tipped five dollars. <laughs> yeah, put that to the fund. Put that, I said for that baby's Cub Scouts, for that baby's Aqua Tots, for that baby's soccer. Because she get she told me the whole rundown of all his extracurriculars. Oh I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but y'all, today's episode is going to be about <laughs> protecting our peace and your guys's peace during the holidays. It's coming up. It's a very important topic. I feel like we should tap into and as we were trying to figure out what episode we should have india on india actually um was like what about this topic i was like hey you raise a number to work <laughs> so we made this outline and we're gonna just talk about our holidays what they look like before we were grown and what they look like now and how we're gonna protect our peace thus far and going forward so moms you want to kick us off Yes. So let's start off by just talking about what holidays looked like for us growing up. Um, Mm -hmm. For me, like I always spent the holidays with my immediate family just because I was military. So we were never really in the same state as any extended family members. So like, not going to lie, a lot of the extended family members I know, I didn't even meet until I was way older. And I feel like I kind of missed the point of like, I don't know, like when you have all your cousins over and everybody gets to know each other, you built that bond young. Like I really didn't have that, let alone any cousins that are my age because I'm the oldest cousin, first granddaughter. I okay. started this, okay? <laughs> first granddaughter, first daughter, first niece. Yeah. Oh, no. The yeah. downside of that is that you don't really have anyone your age you can even talk to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like for me, holidays were calm, but I just wish, I love having like a big family get together. So like, I will look forward to family reunions all the time, but mm-hmm. I just never really got that during the holidays. I mm-hmm. see. What about you? Sorry, I call both of them mom. So I'm I'm going to try <laughs> to just say, what about you, India? <laughs> yeah. Um. So I actually relate to part of what she was saying about like being the oldest grandchild, you know, nobody my age, it's just me and my younger brother. And the immediate family was mostly made up of my dad's side. So Thanksgiving was always dedicated to my mom. She's from Mississippi. So we would go down there. That's like the extended family I would see. And then Christmas was with my grandmother, which was my dad's mom um, at her place. So again, like being from Atlanta, we'd be in Atlanta and then Mississippi for Thanksgiving. And it was, it changed a lot once I got to college, but I'll get into that a little bit later. So it was, it was pretty divided, but conquered. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how you do it. I see. And both of your guys' families are married. I know the nature, but Mm -hmm. okay. yeah. Yeah. So for me, I have this split family um not divorced but obviously never married that would literally have been a horrible scenario um but for me for thanksgiving they would alternate years and then Mm -hmm. for my mom's side of the family christmas eve we'd spend with my mom Uh, we typically go to walmart my grandpa would give all of us fifty dollars as we got older we would go to the mall 
And um, instead of Barbies, we get like Bath and Body Works. But yeah, he would give all 13 grandchildren $50. And we just really ran, ran that tab up into like that, like, you know, really ran it up for real. Um, and then Christmas with my dad. And growing up, um, I didn't really want to be at my dad's house, but it was just, I kind of had to because, you know, the courts. And that's just kind of how my parents, you know, split things up. Um, but yeah, I'm, at my dad, we'd all wear pajamas. And at my mom's, we have, we used to have a huge cousin Christmases and aunts and uncles. Everybody was there. It was a huge family affair. Um, but now it's it's a bit different. Um, so let's get into what... So oh, let's start with Denise, actually. What does your current holiday situation look like now that you're out of the house? So it's a little bit different for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So for Thanksgiving coming up, this was going to be the first holiday season I was going to spend alone because I'm out of the house. I'm in a completely different state. And my family have been talking about, we got family in New York. We got family in New York. Where are said family members in New York? Nobody <laughs> can tell me that. I'm like, who are these people? I don't know. But I did have a cousin that reached out to me and said that she's getting married, invited me to her bridal shower. Mm. So I went and it was, it was far. Oh my gosh. It was so far. It was like upstate New York and I don't live there. Mm -hmm. um, so I had to commute up there, but I met all these like cousins and aunts that everybody been telling me about. So now I have this like newfound family and I have to get to know them. And like, I see, you know, it's just like, they're family, but they're also strangers. But it's mm -hmm. good because they're like inviting me into their homes and like making me feel welcome because they know I'm out here by myself. Yeah. Um. Originally, I was just going to spend Thanksgiving alone. It was giving real Capriati's Thanksgiving sandwich vibes um, mm -hmm. in a nice movie, which I was mm -hmm. also cool with. Like, I would have yeah. just spent time. Now, actually, no, because when I saw pictures of my family's plates, I would have been pissed off. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like, are you going to cook? I said, does it look like I'm going to cook, girl? I'm <laughs> Whatever I make is not going to match what you're making. So right. I'm going to put this one out, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, my new family members, uh, I need to stop saying that. They're not new. They've <laughs> new to me. Um, mm -hmm. They invited me to come spend Thanksgiving with them. So I'm going to go back up to upstate mm -hmm. and spend Thanksgiving with them. And Christmas, I'm going back home to Vegas. So I should be able to see all my grandparents then. Um, that's the other thing. I've never seen both my grandparents in the same place in a very long time. Wow. So, like, I mainly see my mom's side a lot, but I don't really see my dad's side as often. So, like, I feel like now I'm at this point where I'm grown and it's like I need to spend time with both sides. Mm -hmm. you know, I can be like, oh, well, my family, like, dad and mom only decided we're going to go to Cali and see mom's side. Like, it's not my fault. I'm just a kid. Like, yeah. Now I'm grown. Like, I should be making time for both grandparents and both sides. Mm -hmm. That means going to Texas eventually, too, to see my dad's side. Oh, wow. But, yeah, no. For now, though, I say yes. It's giving very much as Vegas this year. And mm -hmm. my mom's side will probably fly in and come see me. Okay. Um, but that's what I'm dealing with this year. Mm. And is that – which grandma is the one that was, was praying for you? That was that was mom. Both of them were praying for mom's side, yes. I see. No, she was praying like prayer warrior. Very, yeah, very. I come from a very long line of dramatic women. <laughs> so <laughs> both of them were very, yeah, yeah. It was like I, you would have thought I died. <laughs> Basically. Basically. What about you, moms? Um, so between like pandemic and starting college is when I really saw a shift in what holidays look like. So going in my freshman year, you know how it is. The dorms are going to close. Like there's yeah. winter break. You can't come back until January. What? So I had to, that's not how it was for you. Uh. Yeah, no, by November, maybe two, three days before Thanksgiving, the dorms are closing. And then that's winter break. You got like a 
four week, five week, however long it is break. Mm-hmm. But um, my junior year, well, soft, the pandemic hit my sophomore year and a lot of my family in Mississippi is older. So they weren't really comfortable with us coming down there because um, obviously, you know, they don't want it. They're more like prone to get sick and everything. Yeah. So we kind of stopped going down there for a little bit, but I didn't really grow up in a house where we really hosted things. So like, Every, like I said, Christmas was always my grandparents' house or my aunt's house or something like that. So now I'm sitting here like, well, what are we about to do? Because yeah. the turkey and the dressing is in Mississippi and we're here. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? So I think my junior year was the first time I flew back to Atlanta. Um, we did Thanksgiving at my aunt's house, which was actually really nice. Definitely different because that was the first year it was with my dad's side instead of my mom's. Yeah. But, um, and then Christmas. So my grandfather... Um, from a previous marriage, he has some grandchildren on that side. And so my grandparents kind of started going with them. So I kind of, as I got older, we didn't really do the stay the night at the grandma's house anymore oh. Christmas. So it was like, Christmas was more finessable as far as like, am I going to stay on campus for this? Because I have my own apartment by that time. Um, so it kind of became more of my free will as far as what I wanted to do. And senior years when we started to see more of those Friendsgivings or um, I'm going to pick one or the other because I don't want to buy two flights or whatever it was. Yeah. And I'm going to stay a little bit longer for one of, one or the other holiday because, you know, flights were not cheap. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely a big change from when I was little and, you know, having that routine every year. So I see. Um, well, I, as you guys may or may not know, I stayed in Arizona my entire life up until 22. So mm-hmm. it was always big families, cousins, especially at my mom's um mom's side always at my grand grandis and grandpa's house and then they moved to vegas and then it was who has the next biggest house then that mm-hmm. was my uncle but it was like i don't want to go all the way out to maricopa to and maricopa <laughs> is in bum nowhere you know <laughs> and so it was like driving 45 minutes for food that may or may not be good and it's like grandis i want you to come That's back right. to arizona you feel me like she don't cook the macaroni and cheese like you do. Like, she don't put the ingredients in it. You feel me? And, like, don't mess up the macaroni and cheese. No, li- listen. No. Listen. Okay. The most toxic family members make the best food. I'm not going to hold you. There was one, <laughs> one time. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> You're insane. Like, listen. There's just one time. Like, there's a family member we don't talk to. She made some bomb banana pudding. I said, let's invite her back just to Misha. The nature, that's insane. That is insane. But no, I I don't, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. okay. But um now everybody has their own families now, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I was listening to this podcast and they were saying, like, when you have sons, they typically go where the wife wants because like that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And so they go to the wife's family. But the but the mom of the son throws a fit because it's like, no, you need to be at our Thanksgiving. So it's like, it's a whole thing. Now, um, I think for me, everybody has their own families now. People have taken a liking to some family members and not to others. So now, for, and my family is kind of like factions. It's kind of giving Hunger Games. I'm not going to hold you. That's kind of... After last holiday season, it's kind of Hunger Games in my family, which kind of sucks, but realistically all I really need to see is my mom and my sisters and my brother that's really what it's giving um because my other brothers live everywhere at this point but since I live in North Carolina I need to go see my grandparents and then I need to see my family in AZ then I have to go to Colorado to stay with Lola for a month so there's just like a lot of flights because my grandparents also live in Vegas um so type a black girl connection will be coming soon 
Um, <laughs> but I honestly, I've never had a holiday where I didn't have to just get picked up in a car and go to another house the next day. So I don't know what it's about to look like. Like it's definitely going to give updates during the, for Rosebud and Thorn after, after the holidays for sure. Um, yeah, but- honestly, what you just said about the, the, the woman of the family almost dictating where everyone goes. I feel like that's why you always hear so many people talk about they're not close to their dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Like dad's side versus mom's side. People are usually closer with their mom's side. And I feel like that's why. Yeah. And also hearing your perspective on having so many siblings, because like like I said, it's just me and my brother. And it was like, I never thought about having to go to so many different places at just during that season. That's That's got to be a lot. It Shout is, out to you. It is a lot. And I, I just, uh, but let's get into what are your reservations about going home for the holidays, moms? Um, honestly, I don't, I'm honestly really excited to go back home. Not gonna lie. Um, I really like my life here, but it's like, sometimes I just think it kind of went by too quick back at home. Like I really didn't get a chance to cherish it as much. So I'm excited to just kind of go back. I'm also afraid though, that once I get, go back, like, what if I don't want to leave? What if I'm like, I'm not trying to go back to New York Yeah, here, you know, because that'll kind of shift and re-alter my whole like sense of stability. And I like feeling stable. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what that'll feel like. Um, also, just like making time for everyone. Like a lot of people are like, oh, when you come back home or like <laughs> making plans ahead of time. And yeah. it's like I only have so much time to work with in between like my work from home days. And it's like I just always feel so bad if people are trying to see me and I don't got time to see them. Mm-hmm. Or like I'm trying to find a way to schedule everybody in and I just don't want no one to feel left out, you know? Yeah. So that's going to be my first priority is figuring out like a schedule of when to see all my, my family and my friends because most of my friends are like family. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, that'll be the, the, the crazy part. But also realizing that like if no one reaches out to me to come see me and they know I'm in town, I shouldn't be butthurt about that. Yeah. It is what it is. Because right. I think that's, I've never had to deal with that before because I stayed yeah. home from college. So it wasn't like I was going back home for like winter break or anything. Um, but yeah, there's someone I thought we was cool. We see each other and they know I'm in town and they don't say nothing. It's like, oh, kind of like a reevaluation, like a, a self-check, if you will. We're going to have to have some reevaluation. I mean, I, there's, I, I mean, my, my list of friends is getting smaller and smaller by the, as the days go by. I'm not going to hold you. So, I mean, it's kind of cool because I don't really have to to see many people, you know, like, let's just meet at the sushi restaurant. We can all fit in a booth and we'll be good. Um, but for me, my reservations are basically having to bounce state to state and house to house for two weeks straight from Vegas to Arizona to Colorado. Um, trying to balance, like Danaja said, trying to balance seeing my friends and seeing my family. And also right now I'm not really talking to my dad because he hasn't called me since I came to North Carolina, which Ooh, you know, but I hate that, but you know, I, you know, it is what it is. Um, granted, if he calls me this week for my birthday, we, I might have to reevaluate, but that's also up in the air because, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but also organizing with my little brother's mom to see him because I really don't know if my dad's side is getting, getting visited. Granted, my uncle did reach out to me last week which was crazy. My uncle reached out to me before my dad, but that's neither here nor there. And it's just, then there's, everybody's asking you, where's, where's Lola? And okay, well, he's not here, obviously, you know. <laughs> if he was here, you'd see him. You'd right. see him. Like, so you you really can't miss my man, realistically. That's, <laughs> uh, I got a big man, you know. And then 
commenting on my weight gain, you know, I'm sure I've gained weight in comparison. Why my sister going to talk about some, yeah, you look a little light. Girl, talking about you look a vampire. I I'm stay, vampire. I work from home. <laughs> I'm not in Arizona anymore in the sun. Like, or like, or if they ask, ask about work, how's work? I don't want to talk about work. I'm on, P- I'm on PT- PTO. Mm, that part. Leave me alone. I, I, what, anything I say, you're not going to understand if I really get in, into the nitty gritty. I'm going to say good. Okay. What did you get out of that conversation realistically? Mm-hmm. So, but what about you, moms? You took the words right out of my mouth with that last point. PTO, heavy on that. Um, So, <laughs> like, asking me how college is going is one thing. But now that I'm in, like, big girl world, asking me how life is going is another. Because, oh, okay. like, I've always, so going back to, like, being the oldest child, being, you know, the first to go to college and stuff like that. There's a lot of expectations. Mm. And so it's like, how did you apply that college stuff to the real world? And and everybody kind of knows, like, I have a big girl job and I've moved and I'm by myself. And it's like, I'm hoping what I say matches up to what they're thinking, expecting of me. Because if you're like, I'm three months in and I'm kind of struggling with this role, I'm going to be honest with y'all, it's going to be like, you, not you, like, you're, you're fine, whatever. Girl, I'm listen to I'm me. drowning. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm hungry. Oh, I'm hungry. Tired and hungry. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that part. Um, what else? What else? What else? Just kind of figuring out what it's gonna look like. So, as I mentioned, like going to Mississippi every year to see my mom's side. Um, some of my family that was here on my dad's side would go to a specific aunt who passed away like a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that family is gonna be with us, and so it's like kind of what Denise was talking about, talking to that extended family, like creating that connection, especially me. Like a lot of people haven't seen me since I went to college. Oh, wow. So like, what are we about to talk about? Like, what are we, because at least for Thanksgiving, like, I don't know about y'all, but it's always giving like dress up for Thanksgiving, but then Christmas is like pajamas. So like, yeah. I, it's not as comfortable of a feel or of a vibe than Christmas is. So it's like, I have to introduce myself to new people, kind of navigate how to do it. And then lastly, um, I'm not the best cook out here, honestly, but I I want to dedicate this year to learning some recipes because I feel like mm. I'm 23 at this point. I need to start carrying my weight. Like, you know, I'm already yeah. bringing the napkins and the, the forks, and stuff, the forks uh-huh. spoons if you need them, but um, a dish, I don't know. So that's kind of what I'm, what I'm worried about, but excited for. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, speaking on that, like, like things to talk about, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, it feels like an interview low key when I meet you. They're like, okay, where, 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 where do you live? Okay, you live that far. Okay, what do you do for work? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Like, just kind of right. like a laundry list of things that they want to know about. And it's like, I'm trying to keep it conversational, but also I kind of feel like I'm just going down a list. And you're like a broken record because the same people are going to, people are going to ask you over, over and over again. Like, did you not hear what I just said? And, but then, so I feel like it's two sides of the coin. Because for me, they would ask Lola, when are you marrying her? Um, that's can, true. Yeah, but then on the other side of the coin, it's like, so when, so when you bringing somebody over here, mm. you talking to anyone? Ready for that, that one? No, no, no. Actually, no. That one takes the cake. <laughs> that one takes the cake because I get it every year, and I'm like, listen, I told y'all before, unless I'm engaged or this man is about to propose to me, I'm not bringing anybody up over here. <laughs> I'm not bringing anybody that's going to embarrass me to the kitchen table on Thanksgiving. <laughs> See the crazy crazy part about that is I've never gotten that. I don't know if it's because I was in college, but again, now in the big girl world, it's like, okay, so 
you're grown grown what are we doing where where are the grandkids where grandkids like the youngest cousin i have is like 14 okay so it's like there hasn't been a baby in a while i'm like well it's not gonna be me right now so listen they're like oh we're gonna just rely on kayla which is my little sister Uh kayla gonna bring home a kid for nature does i'm like they might be right but that's not the point right Right, right, right. Who said that? <laughs> and Kayla's like, bro, I'm 18. She wow. just started. Just right. Started college. Right. Just started. Yeah. No, that that's going to be a dreaded question because I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm on my own, too, I feel like it's like, oh, well, like, who have you been seeing? You're all alone. Like, mm-hmm. you got all that you got all that space in there, all that freedom. Yeah. All, yeah. Who's been in there? <laughs> I don't know. You, you don't need to know. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, moms. Now, this is actually the native question, so I'll let you bring that one in, moms. Yeah, um, no, that was good. <laughs> uh, how are you protecting your peace during this holiday season? Me, yes, okay. you, yes. Um, so I think compromise is what's going to make me feel like I'm doing my due diligence, but also protecting my peace. So, what I mean by that, as I mentioned, like. So this year I'm going home for Thanksgiving, but I'm not sure if I'm going to make it for Christmas because um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to extend my stay for Thanksgiving a little bit longer than I originally wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can't be like, oh, you came and you left in two days because my mom loved that one. Hey, yeah. you came for Thanksgiving and you turned back around. So I'm like, I'm going to give you like a good week work from home there mm-hmm. do what I got to do. Um, and also just establish like spaces when I'm there. So the big thing I do when I work is like to go to Barnes and Noble. Like, so my home situation. Yeah. So my mom works from home. So I'm like, okay, if I can just get out the house and not be in here and become, you know, get to in my head about whatever the situation is that's going on, I should be okay. Um, some of my friends that I met in college are actually from Atlanta. So hanging out with them a little bit. Um, but also just, you know, really taking in the time that I'm there. Cause I think again, like being away from home for as long as I have, um, I've missed being home, but I, I think that moment where I'm like, all right, it's getting a little too much. It's going to be time to go. So yeah. Creating those boundaries. Um, and yeah. That's what I was saying. I what, what about you moms? Um, honestly saying here, like, I feel like this holiday season is the first time where like I'm fully in control of my schedule mm. and I fully have control of who's going to get my time. And it's like, I love to make time and please everyone and be the person that's always trying to show up to everything just because I want to support. But it's like, genuinely, do I have time for that? And also is that being reciprocated? Cause sometimes it's not. Yeah. You realize that. And I think the holidays as happy of a time that it is it's supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year, all that, this, the third. I think it also shows people's true colors very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, like the holidays and your birthday will show you quickly who is down for you. Um, so I think I'm also just going to really just take this time to appreciate people that are really showing up in my life. And if the ones who aren't like, it is what it is, you know, like I can't get butthurt and upset about people that aren't reciprocating energy to me. And I think, a younger me would have been very upset about that. Um, but older me is like, girl, it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. this is a cool thing. People aren't always going to be there for you. It is what it is. If they want to make time for you, they will. And if they don't, you kind of just have to take that with a grain of salt. And and also give people grace. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because I, I'm usually trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. And all the time. 
all the time, like always trying to see the best and give them excuses, even when sometimes people don't deserve that. Mm-hmm. But also like the holidays are a rough time for some people. And if people aren't reaching out to you, that doesn't mean they hate you. That's a hard one. Yeah. Or you did anything wrong. Sometimes you did nothing wrong at all. Mm-hmm. And like my mentality now is like, if we haven't fallen out, I'm not going to think we fell out. If we even talked in a minute, it's because literally life has happened. And I'm going to give that person the time of day to really figure out everything they got going on. I'm going to do me. And when we pick back up, we pick back up. It is what it is. Um, So that's really my mentality for the holidays because it's like, it can be really draining if you overthink every little thing. Yeah. I think I'm in that middle ground um, because I still am in my overthinking era. Um, I am also... And the it is what it is, but honestly, leaning a little bit more towards the overthinking. Um, for me, I still think I'm in my people pleasing era, not as much as I was in college, but definitely I'm still in that era. And this holiday season, I'm going to try to appease everyone simply because last year we had a huge family falling out and I wasn't able to see my grandparents. I had to choose and I cho- chose another faction. Um, and it, I wasn't, I can't, I didn't see my grandparents and it just, kind of felt like I betrayed them because they took care of me for so many years of my life when my mom like just didn't have it you know we sit we spent so many years with them so I think I'm going to be trying well I know I'm going to be trying to appease everyone and scheduling everything um but the older generation is only getting older for me and I got to prioritize seeing them um I feel like I just can't set set expectations on them that I know they're not going to live up to and just that's really what it is. I feel like that's, I'm in that era, just like giving, setting my expectations low for people that I know may not hit them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And what I'm going to do is for the week before Christmas, I'm going to stay in Vegas. And then I'm during that weekend that I'm going to Arizona and spending a week out there. And then I'm going to Colorado. Um, so at the end of the day, constantly moving. yeah, constantly moving. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't have a choice. That's really how I just, what I have to do. But there's going to be drama regardless. Um, so I'm just going to do what I want because I want to see my grandparents. I want to see my cousins that's coming, my cousin that's coming back home from the Air Force, you know, um, and seeing who I want to see and then going from there. And we'll see what happens. Because at this point, we've had about three different family group chats in the past mm. week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And people are getting a bit vocal and I'm just like, can y'all just go back to being quiet and passive aggressive? Not passive. You know, (laughs) very passive aggressive family. I come from a Mm -hmm. very long line of passive aggressive people in general. Um, But yeah. But let me, I want to ask Asia because I know we're probably going to be in the same boat for the holidays. Yeah. So I have a car, but this isn't my first time since like freshman year of college flying home. So I don't have the ability to like, all right, I'm tired of being around these people. Let me drive and let me go home. Like I have kind of how are you gonna navigate like oh I'm gonna drive a car. Yeah, like you guys just gonna sit there until your mom I'm renting. Out. I'm I'm renting a car. You have to be like twenty five to rent. Really? At least in I don't know. Oh years. frick. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, um that is literally what I was thinking of because usually my car is my escape. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. my car is my sanctuary and that's why when I if y'all listened, I got in a huge wreck and it was a whole thing and I wasn't able to keep my car going to New York. Um, yeah, it's really took a toll. I'm not gonna lie because I used to just be able to drive and go wherever I want. And now if I'm at home and I'm irritated or like something's happening and I need to leave the function, I can't. Um, so in that, with that in mind, I'm gonna make sure my Uber app is downloaded and ready to go. I'm not gonna lie. And I got a good friend that I know I can call and she lived not too far from me. And I can be like, Hey, um, please come come get me. me. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know vice versa. If she need a break, I'm 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 gonna make my way over there to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say if you don't have a car for anyone listening, like find that friend that you know you can call. Mm-hmm. Be your be your getaway car. Literally, be your getaway car. Um, and at the same time, like at a sometimes it's easier said than done because people be, people do be busy and they're not able to just pick up and come and get you. Um, but I would also say if you have a bad feeling about something before you go, don't go. But because there's a lot of times where I don't listen to my gut and I'm like, no, let me just go just because, you know, I need to go. And then I end up hating it and then I have to leave anyway. But it's like, had I just listened to my gut the first time, I knew it was going to be mess and drama. I would have saved myself a lot of energy and time. Mm-hmm. Like, be strategic with what you spend your time on, too. <sighs> and don't forget that you can schedule a lift in advance. So, like, if you know, like, I'm going to spend an hour here by 8 p.m., my Uber's already outside. So we can't even talk Listen. anymore. Somebody okay. And on that note, too, if you know you're at an event and you're like, Ugh, I might need a reason to leave, have something planned afterwards. Right. Yeah. You, go, you can be like, oh, hey, girl, just so you know, I got to go to this birthday party at eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of is like your getaway. Yeah. I've done it. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. Well, it's it's a, a, yeah. I may have not <laughs> have had a birthday party, but I had that. I had it. Yeah. Listen, right. I, that's my go-to. I think that's an introvert's secret weapon, like. If I know I'm not going to be able to last my social battery up until this time the event ends, yeah. You'll know us. You'll them a week ahead. Just so you know, I might have to leave early. Planning that seat early. <laughs> I wish I wish seven-year-old Faith knew that. Granted, For where real. was she going? Seven-year-old Faith <laughs> But wow, when I would go to my dad's house, I'd be like, I want to leave. So I would just resort to napping. Like, that would be my, like. I gotta go. I'm a little tired. You know, mm-hmm. I was never tired. I just that was my definitely my my uh, my escape. But honestly, once Faith got a car, I wish she would have known that. Sixteen year old Faith, I wish she would have known. Hey, I got I got. Typically, it was now and then when when I was in college, it was oh I got I got a lot of work to do. A lot of work. Oh, I gotta listen. These teachers, uh, crazy. You know, and then none of them. A lot of them didn't go to college, so they don't know. Right. They don't know. Mom and dad watch Netflix in my dorm. <laughs> no, not a paper written. Not a paper. Not a paper. All the time I really did have things to do. I just wasn't doing them. Like I was, <laughs> tea. Yeah, I would go home and, and procrastinate. But either way, I had things to do. Mm-hmm. No, professors really was wild, and I just really didn't pay it any mind because I just feel like, why am I doing homework on Black Friday? Don't get me started on that because the lack of regard. They they don't care. They don't care. Their time to grade, but we're not gonna get into that, bro. We're not gonna get into. The fact that it's still haunting us and we're graduated. Like, oh, oh my God. That's how I be feeling about like work now. Like when I get projects and assignments, I'm like stressed. Like it's a test day. Mm-hmm. Then, I'm like, oh shoot. Like this is real life. But the difference is that it's not just I get a bad grade. I literally get fired. So yeah. it's a little, yeah. you know, yeah. is a little different. <laughs> and it can impact your promotion, you know, right. and how high of a promotion it is. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not trying to be on no pip. So let me go ahead and. I didn't even know what a PIP was until you told me what it was. Yeah. A PIP oh. is a performance improvement plan. Oh. Yeah. Basically, okay. if they're about to fire you, they got to do that first. Now you have a second chance. Oh, snap. Okay. The more I you know. know. I don't know if Cisco has I a PIP. I don't know if Cisco has yeah. A yeah. It's usually, like, underground. But I knew because my manager was going through, like, expectations and stuff. And she was like, yeah, just make sure you're not on the PIP. And I'm like, what is the PIP? <laughs> I have to say that in the to see what people's reactions are. <laughs> and she explained it. And I was like, wow, okay. So I, I guess some companies have it. But if you never heard of it, you know, don't be alarmed. You don't mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> it's usually like if you did something really, really bad. 
Yeah. And they put you to that limit. But yeah. what about, um, so what would you say to people who are spending their first holiday season alone? You want to go first, India? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can go first. Um, well, I guess it kind of depends. Like if it's by choice or by circumstance, because I know um, like a lot of us talking is kind of by choice if we're choosing to do something different. But for people who don't really have a choice, um, I guess just tapping into different resources. So like if you have maybe friends that you could spend the holidays with. Um, maybe do a white a elephant. A white elephant. Friendsgiving. Yeah, Friendsgiving. Just just something that can get you in the spirit. Because I, I feel like seasonal depression is a thing. So on top of that, like with the holidays, I, I the thought of spending it alone could be kind of kind of a lot. That's a really tough question. And seeing everything on so social media mm-hmm. too. Oh, that would hit. Because everybody's going to post their plate. Everybody's going to post their gifts. And they don't, they don't really think about people who might be. I, I ne- I've never thought about it until now. Because mm-hmm. I've never had a holiday alone. Yeah. No, it honestly, this question reminds me of like back in the day when like YouTube was popping and people would always post videos of their Christmases. And mm-hmm. they'd be like, this is my haul of what I got. Yes. People like like I remember being like, dang, like I have never gotten nothing like that. Or like yep. people in the comments would be like, I literally didn't even see my family this holiday season, and you're posting like your beautiful Christmas, and it was kind of like a Whoa. not that you're jealous, but it's like, damn, like some people are really living their best lives during the holidays, and others are not. Yeah, but um, I would say that at least for me, I expected up until three days ago when my new family members asked me to spend Thanksgiving with them to mm-hmm. be spending Thanksgiving completely alone. And I would say if you're spending a holiday alone, whether it's by choice or by just circumstance, try to find joy in like a small thing that you can look forward to. For me, my life is built around things I can look forward to. Yeah. Um, so like my plan was that I was going to go to like this Christmas Thanksgiving parade that was going to be happening downtown. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, like there's going to be other people there. So I won't be completely alone during the holiday. Um, so I would say try to find something you can look forward to. Go on, like, Facebook groups, too, because some of them have, like, stuff going on for your city. So if you live in, like, a bigger city, there could be events happening on the actual day of the holiday. And you can see if you can join one of those. Um, or on Instagram, just look up, like, Thanksgiving NYC, and you can find a list of events happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so that way you don't feel so alone. And if anything, like, maybe look up some recipes and cook yourself a meal. Me, personally, I'm not going to do that because it's not going to taste the way my mom makes it, and I'm be pissed. Mm-hmm. And I told, I've been telling her for years. I said, when we cook, I need you to write this down. And it's been three Thanksgivings now. I didn't ask that. Mm-hmm. I said, this Thanksgiving, I need you to FaceTime me and we're going to write it down together. Mm-hmm. I bought her a cookbook to fill out. Did she fill it out? No, she did it. I said, McQuet, we doing it this year. I <laughs> <laughs> a tradition. Like, yeah, I'm like, I need to know the recipe. She's like, girl, I just throw things in the pot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, well, when you throw it, you get a measuring cup out and you see how much you're doing. Write down what you threw. <laughs> Let's start there. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. So if it is by a, by uh, by circumstance, I mean, um, also try to set up a family Zoom maybe. I know yeah. those were really popping during the pandemic and it can be a little awkward if you have older family members. Because it's having to explain the concept of Zoom. Ugh. People were struggling. Struggling. Oh my goodness. That first Thanksgiving where we didn't go down to Mississippi and trying to teach... 80 year olds up <laughs> how to up. <laughs> even just get the camera because you know you have to have the permission to use the camera yeah. and all that stuff like yeah. i was like you know what call me just call me i don't even care i was like why is everyone in here team android 
Why is everything blurry? Like, are we Skyping? What are, we're going to see the blue message all holiday season. Right. <laughs> like, come on. We, I, I, I've been telling my grandma she needs to transition to it. She has a flip phone. And not by not because she needs to, it's because she wants it. <laughs> we tried to buy her an iPhone and she was like, I will literally make you return it. Oh my gosh. Nothing little. Grandma, you are literally pressing the F button three times to get to the number. Like, it, it don't make no sense why you're using a Nokia. Not a no. And she was like, it makes sense for me. I love my grandma to death. Because if she loves something, she's going to stand by it. I said, Precious Nokia is crazy. Said, That's a crazy concept. Grandma. So if we can just find a way, if anyone has convinced their grandparents to get a better phone, please send me tips because I've been trying for years and have failed every year. And I just want to make her life easier. Like, Maybe get her like a little in between that's not all the way to full touchscreen. Like maybe like a good BlackBerry if they still make those. Do they like, do that? Do they? I don't, I don't know. My mom went from flip phone to BlackBerry into iPhone. So oh. maybe. Very the sweet of the juice. Like I don't really know what else to get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of That's insane. Like I want to get her an iPad maybe because it's bigger and she can see it. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because uh, I feel like she's going to drop it. But, Maybe she might, she might. But the thing is, like, I have to send pictures. If I, she's like, oh, I want to see your hair. Like, if I do my hair, she like, she want to see it. I gotta send it to my aunt. Wait for her to get home so she can pull it up on her iPhone and show it to my grandma. <laughs> my aunt changes her number every two weeks. Oh, my mom does too. Why do they do that? I don't know. Who who are you running away from? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I don't like these people knowing my number. I'm like, they never even got a chance to get the old one. <laughs> what is going on? But, um, Amazing. If I, could just, if I could just figure out how to get my grandma a better phone and her like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Be in business. Yeah. No, for me, I mean, I definitely agree with both with both with what they both had to say, but I'll also say, also say Cater from Boston Market, you can definitely always get a good Thanksgiving meal. At any time of the year, but especially for Thanksgiving, I feel like they're gonna have some good deals. You know, you could also they also have good deals in the receipt. So keep your receipt because my dad would always like we would be getting double meals because they would have real good deals in the receipt. Like he would buy one thing in the drive through and then go and be like, "Here's the deal on the receipt." <laughs> Do the survey. Like my dad was a very much struggling dad, you know. Um, no, and also try to find thrown down year round. So. Thanksgiving. They go put their foot in them sweet potatoes quickly too. Um, and find a buddy that you can spend some time with. Like for example, if India wasn't you know going home and I wasn't going home, I would I would probably spend it with her and Winston, which is our other friend. Really, just a trio at this point. Um, shout out to Winston. Shout out to Winston. Uh, yeah, he, he's he's a he's a funny guy for sure. Um, but finally, how do you choose between your family and your peace? India, I'll have you go first. Um. I personally think that you shouldn't have to. I think that, like I mentioned before, like there's compromises that you can make. Um, But at the same time, as I'm getting older, I'm valuing my peace more. Mm -hmm. So I think before, like we talked about like the people pleasing aspect of things, that's kind of getting worn out. For me, it's like, (laughs) I need need peace because otherwise I'm going to get in these situations and y'all aren't going to like me. I'm going to be grumpy. I'm going to feel how I feel. I'm going to be thinking about leaving. Um, So I... 
I work with people, but I know at the end of the day, is this going to bring me happiness? And as we talked about, like having those escape goals or having like ways to get out of certain situations is what's going to really come in clutch because yeah, I need, I need my peace. And I think I deserve my peace too. Um, yeah. Especially because like we obviously haven't gotten into the ins and outs of, you know, our upbringing and things like that, but there's just certain things that we just don't, I just don't need, like, especially having been at peace as long as I guess you and I have like moving somewhere new. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take y'all in doses. I'm going to take y'all in doses and then that's going to be it. So I think that there's, I think dosing, microdosing family. Yes. That, that just might be the title of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. Microdosing your family during the holiday. That's a long title. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's needed. It's important. I feel like now, initially, I was people-pleasing. I was calling people-pleasing. But now that I'm being a homie hopper, like literally hopping from home to home, it really The way I'm being a homie hopper is really micro- uh-huh. microdosing family, realistically. Because yeah. I'm only staying in Vegas for a certain amount of time. And realistically... My grandma cooks every single day. So that's good. I get to see Peyton and Denadra if Peyton isn't in, in town and probably some of Denadra's line sisters. Good and fresh. I didn't see everybody needs to do I need to see in Vegas. Then I go to Arizona, see all my college friends, see uh I have one high school friend left. See my my mom and my siblings. Okay, on to the next. And we finally end out in the caboose with my man. I feel like that's a solid microdose. I like that. Mm-hmm. It is. You had an appropriate yeah oh absolutely city to city for real what about you moms uh international worldwide el chico pitbull okay (laughs) um yeah okay my my point about choosing between your family and your peace is really honestly microdosing i feel like that's what it comes down to and i feel like also if you know that the the hardships you're going to go through during the holidays are going to extend so much that you're even affected in the new year and it's going to carry on with you, I feel like it's not even worth going through it. Yeah, because I think a lot of people don't talk about the residual after the holidays and the fact that if you fell out with your family member that you've been falling out with, but you did it again this Christmas, you're mm-hmm. going to be upset come the new year. And do you really want that person coming into you with the new year. And I honestly, I hate when people are like, oh, I'm leaving this person 2022. Like, I don't like that mentality because it's like nothing really changed between December 31st and the first. That part. But at the same time, like, family family is important, but at the same time, you can't have toxic people in your life that continue to disrespect you, mm-hmm. that treat you horribly, or that abuse you. So mm-hmm. if you are able to make the choice to cut them out of your life, even if it's just temporarily to give yourself a break, I feel like you should take that. Absolutely. blood is thicker than water and i think when people are like oh you can't cut that person off they're your they're your aunt or they're your your grandma or they're your so-and-so but like it's an abusive situation or it's a toxic situation yeah i think the rules are different Mm -hmm. that person's not acting the way a grandma should or the way an aunt should or the way a mother or dad should like Mm -hmm. yeah and I would say kind of like to my last point I was going to say about this was for people listening, like extend all of your communication that you can. Because I think for me, like personally, my mom didn't know that me coming home felt how it felt for me because, you know, in her mind, she's like, I haven't seen my child since mm-hmm. they left or it's been months and like they're expecting 
a certain image of me, I guess. And meanwhile, I'm dreading going. So it's like having that communication of like, hey, listen, I'm going to be here for this amount of time. Respect the fact that this is me, you know, protecting my peace. But I'm still meeting y'all halfway by even coming. Because at the end of the day, like where we are now, I could stay in North Carolina if I wanted to for the whole time. So I think just letting it be known where you are. And I think, at least for me, my family could do nothing but respect it. Because it's like, you know what? You said what you had to say. She's grown. I'm grown. Mm-hmm. I'm grown. Um, yeah. Um, wow. That, that kind of wraps up everything. If you guys have any insight or input or how you guys are handling the holidays, you know, we love to do the questions on the story. So we'll definitely probably be tapping in, um, that this week when we post this, but let's get into the call from the request line. Moms, you want to, you want to read it though? This was really sweet. Yeah, this is more of just like feedback from the request line. But we got someone that said, I like how you guys show that it's possible to have a full-time job, still go out, do hobbies, travel, etc. I'm a college girly who hasn't worked full-time and who hasn't worked full-time yet. And most people make it seem like it's the worst thing ever. Period. First of all, thank you for listening, girl. We appreciate the support. That um, part. For real. And also, I feel like that's a big misconception. Like, nine to five is not the end of your life. You can honestly, I have more time on the weekends Girl. myself than I've ever had before. I be feeling like, what do I do? What, <laughs> what is on the docket? Yeah, like, I just, I, I really feel like if you want to make it happen, you can. But at the same time, don't get lost in the sauce because the first couple weeks of my job, especially when things weren't too hectic, because now I'm going through like crazy busy seasons. Hills and valleys, okay. But before that, I was like, "Oh, like I got time, girl. We going out this day. We going out that day, you know." But at the same time, you got to remember, uh, you definitely got clock in at eight a.m. Yeah. or nine a.m. So just keep yeah. that in mind. But it's definitely not impossible. And I would say, if you had a really hectic college schedule, it will get easier. Oh yeah, this is like light work. I'm not gonna hold you. No, and I was gonna say definitely tapping into your creating boundaries for yourself because I don't know if y'all have experience with me. My team will message me on the weekends by five what? p.m. on girl. Like by when, five p.m. on Friday, I'm I'm not getting back on till Monday at eight a.m. If even that. So yeah, mm-hmm. let's put that yeah. in. There, I will say there are some weeks that will be a little bit hectic than mm-hmm. others, and you will have to work like nine to five. I feel like it's a bit of a miss. Especially if you're mm-hmm. commuting like Indonesia or if you have like a, I, I go on a 13 week cycle. So my week 13 through my week two is insane. I'm talking about 13, 14 hour days. Um, but then after that is calm. So mm-hmm. don't go into corporate thinking you're only going to work nine to five and that's it and you're clocking off at five. Because sometimes that's just not what it is. Listen, my mentality is, and I think this is just the overwork, the overthinker and the overworker in me is I'm going to work till it's done. Yeah. So if I need to work till 8 at 8 p.m. tonight, and that means I can wake up tomorrow and not feel like I have that much to do, I'm going to do that. That part. Which is not the healthiest work-life balance at times, I'm, you know, if you're, if you're like that. But also mentally, I just can't go to sleep peacefully knowing I have things to do. Oh, I will toss and turn like I had an, have an exam that I didn't study for the next day. It will literally be in my dreams. Like, yes. especially during school. Oh, my God. One time I went to sleep and like I had an essay the night before. I was so stressed about it. I was like, feel like I was writing in my sleep. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I said, what, what level of OCD is this or anxiety? Where? Somebody so- diagnosed me because I feel like quickly <laughs> and realizing that I have. 80 or like, 
don't know if I have ADHD or OCD. One of them two, something. I think you got a mixture. Because I feel like me and Denise are very uh, twitches. I'm not going to host you. Yeah. Yeah. No, twitches. Yeah. T and Tamara. Like, that's really, yeah. Like, I I just feel like I get very worked up about things. And I feel like it's the end of the world. But I think it's also because I'm just passionate. Like, yeah, this is my career. You yeah. Know? Career. We're, we're just starting. Yeah. I'm like, this is the job I done prayed for. And now, like, now it's here. That part. What's the Meek Mill song? Dreams and Nightmares. Hey. <laughs> you know. <laughs> both worlds. Because okay. I'm living okay. both of them. That's really what is given. Um, oh, they- affirmation of the week. Uh, so our affirmation of the week for you guys is that I'm grateful for another year to make happy memories, thankfulness, appreciation, and sincere gratitude are core to who I am. That's good. Church, say amen. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, but to wrap up this really freaking great episode, I know I said that every single episode, but I really do mean that every time because I feel like we outdo ourselves. Shout out to us for real. Okay. Um, Let's get into why would you say that, okay? So if you're new here, why would you say that is basically me and Anaja met on Twitter and we send things through throughout the week to each other and it's just like, why would you say that? So <laughs> I I think I have a few, but I'm going to go with my first one. So basically, I follow this meme account that's like basically just crazy images and they said fish and chips with a fresh cup of tea, but they're pouring an Arizona tea and in the cup, in the bowl, there's tuna and Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you eat that? <laughs> Why would you eat that? <laughs> this is my type of comedy because that's so funny. Because, <laughs> But yeah. Okay. What about you moms? The nature. Okay, so I saw a tweet that said, every time I'm on the phone with this man, he always vacuuming. He tells me, yeah, I got to clean up. Come to find out he really blowing up the air mattress. <laughs> Why would you say that, bro? Why would you say that? That's insane. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. The lie was so creative. It was. I might just let him stay. <laughs> we just going to work on getting you a bed, baby. <laughs> bro okay can you can you read this for me india actually read this one okay what is the <laughs> <laughs> so y'all know sometimes I, I can't i don't say the n-word so she gonna read this tweet for me okay so the uh, the original tweet was this the original tweet is i wonder if nigga cat two gone be any good <laughs> <laughs> oh, Black Panther, yeah, calling Black Panther nigga cat is insane. <laughs> the reply was nigga cat. Lord, if you mean Black Panther, I'm about to crash my car. LMFAO. Wait why a minute. Would you say why that? would you actually? Why would you why say would that? you say that? <laughs> Call him that. <laughs> but it's honestly the most spot on description I've heard yet. <laughs> That's a tweet. It. <laughs> <laughs> typo and i'm like wait a minute but then again what else is he oh my goodness hold on have you guys seen those tweets at like we're basically like they're like having a whole dance routines outside of the black panther entrance yes (laughs) why are you (laughs) be so with the all white you look great well why are we busting out step up two in the Bro, bro, I gotta go. I gotta. Bro. Well, the crazy part is, is I walked past the theater, and I was in a part of New York that I usually don't have that many black people. That was the most black people I've ever seen. In yeah, that area. I said, "What happened here?" 
and I looked and I saw what it just shown. I said, oh, period. My oh. people is showing out. <laughs> real. One thing we're going to do, I can't wait to see what Little Mermaid going to look like. Oh. Well, it's going to be like oh, kid. Showing out. The amount of red hair dye that's going to be bought. <laughs> I love Hallie. Love. love her. They're such a good combo. I love them. Very yeah. sweet. Her and her, her and Pontiac DDG are very sweet together. Like, it's really giving. You met Chloe. That's why I was like, duo. <laughs> like her sister. I meant the duo, but also like her and her her man are cute too. Yeah, yeah they are. They are. Um, okay, I got one more. Um, okay, this, one's very, this one's very on par with what we just talked about. Someone said, "Is Golden Corral open on Thanksgiving?" Because I didn't got into it with everybody. Golden, Golden Corral gonna hit every time though. Don't people be packed on Thanksgiving? Let's be honest. I've never been on Thanksgiving because some people don't cook. Just go to Golden Corral every year. I definitely had a friend who that was definitely a thing because their mom could not cook. So go on the corral. Well, okay. So yeah. on my on my grandpa's side, they're very country, like real country, like farmers, you know. And so we would all go to the country for my great grandpa great grandpa's birthday before he passed and we would just it would just be everybody got to go to golden corral in january that's just what it had to be <laughs> it's a crazy birthday tradition but it just we would we had like our own little reserved room in the back it was a oh, whole wow thing. that's how we're vip you were vip and golden Crow. Oh. It's, the golden the golden ones <laughs> the chosen people <laughs> the chosen people at golden corral is insane no you're um, golden corral having like crab legs and i'm like where are y'all getting those from I always see that little man. He's always like chopping steak real nicely, you know, like that big really old. Really committed to his really job. Really committed. He, the steak cutter is real committed to his job. Real committed. No, I used to go crazy at going to Corral. The dessert <laughs> section? The, dessert, the ice cream? The ice cream with the yeah. brownie on the bottom. I put the brownie on first, put the little ice cream scroll on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unlimited ice cream, bro, and the, the cakes and the pies. I, oh. I want to slice it out. I wanna, no, I damn well I'm not going to eat all of it. That's <laughs> A whole but bunch of limited. stuff being wasted. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a bite of everything. <sighs> getting soup just because there's soup. Talking about good soup. I didn't know. I didn't want no soup. I was seven. I don't want no soup. No seven year olds should be eating soup unless they're sick at that point. It's some clam chowder. I don't want it. Clam chowder. Is crazy. I'm leaving here at something. I remember my sister got sushi. I never had sushi before. Sushi at Golden Corral. I've never seen that. Sushi at Golden Corral. I said, you. That's crazy. I'm going to leave you alone for the rest of the night. Let's just say that. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, last one. I basically, it's somebody, and this is the same account. He said, pro tip, out of milk, mayo and ice cold water makes milk in a pinch. <laughs> Great for breakfast cereal. Why, why, why are you mixing mayo and ice cold water together? That sounds like somebody has made that meal before. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna specify who I think would specifically make that type of meal. Wait, because first of all, y'all can't see the picture. There are M and M's in this bowl. It's not even cereal. I, I see that. That's why I'm confuzzled. <laughs> oh, I was laughing people. so hard last night when I saw that. Like that really is my humor. Like it's just it's like twelve year old boy humor, but like Roblox. Mayo, though? Wait, 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 wait. One more Thanksgiving one. Hmm. This man just asked me what I was cooking for Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Baby, I'm 23 and I got four pots and five pans. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. That's me. When I told Faith, I did not use my oven for like the first four weeks. What did you end up making? Oh, baby, I still ain't made nothing. Oh, <laughs> oh I forgot. Same. You I really just moved in. I forgot. 
But I do be using the stove top, but that oven don't get opened. Actually, no, no, wait. I did make I did make a California pizza kitchen pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, Chef. My hand was used in that process. I thought it was slow down. Call it a night. I just don't really be cooking because I just feel like I spent all that time making something to eat it in five minutes and maybe not even like it. <laughs> and everything that you can really make is on the stove, at least for me. I don't really need to. Exactly. I'm not a bacon casserole type of girl. Yeah. I'm bacon. Now you casserole. see? <laughs> now Faith, <laughs> every time because mm-hmm. one thing was we got food at home <laughs> quickly too. That's the thing. I don't even be grocery shopping because I'm like, you're not even gonna eat it. <laughs> the next over here because Faith has to literally remind me sometimes that I need groceries. I will have a can of soup and a case of water and, and, a, and a thing of almonds like the teachers got. I knew she was gonna say that. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> Honey roasted. I bought meat. Okay, so when I first moved into my apartment, I bought meat. I'm like, no, we're going to make some some, some spaghetti. We're going to make some tacos, something, right? I opened that fridge yesterday. The freezer, actually. I almost put it in the fridge. And I was like, wait, no, this go in the freezer. I opened the freezer. That meat was expired like there was no tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, mom. I never stood a chance. Did it smell? No, it didn't smell. It was just rock hard and brown. And I said, oh, well, that. Brown? I've never seen brown meat in the first time I was being made. <laughs> <laughs> I said, let me go to open this Uber Eats app and call it a night. No, that just killed. <laughs> guess I got to order something. I got to order something. I tried. You I did. Tried. Mm-hmm. You did. Shout out to you for real. Yeah. Dang. No, shout out to me because I I gave it a shot. I opened that freezer. I said we're making something tonight. Denasia was there. It, it was the intention. Mm-hmm. Really proud because I didn't see that one coming. Baby steps. Okay, oh. actually, Peyton recommended this cookbook for me, and I got it. And it looks bomb. And it's very one two three. Because one thing about me, if it looked too hard of a recipe, I'm not making it. Oh, I'll, I'll attempt it. If it looked like it's going, if I'm going to be sitting there confused trying to measure things out like what what is that is that one t- no i'm not doing it if it's not one two three i'm not making it i think faith thinks she's better than us because she <laughs> the way i'm not gonna even attempt it she's like i'll try try and, and i'll have you taste it too yeah but y'all y'all have to realize i'm i'm prepping for stay-at-home mom my yeah, stay-at-home yeah. mom era it's Quickly. more close it's That's more true yeah. i'm not i'm not working past 30 that's what i told lola i don't i'm gonna use my little degree Get my little ROI, return on investment. And then when I have kids, my 401k, you know, it will be stopped and it will get cashed out at 59. I'm not. Maybe when I find a man, the whole, the ability to, to follow the steps will kick in for me. Because right now I don't care. I don't no, want to. See, that's what I thought too. And I'm not going to say too much, but there was a man briefly in my life asking me to cook for him. Mm. And Who I was- wanted to. I wanted to with my whole heart, with my heart and soul. Mm-hmm. And I said, you're going to be hungry. I'm so sorry, baby. <laughs> we can split the DoorDash bill, though. Love you. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Yeah, we're going we gonna to have to have a, we're going to have to have a, I thought about, I was like, I'm going to make Danesia a, um, a cookbook and, you know, do, uh, find all the easy instructions. Like every time I cook, I'm like, okay, well. If I had to measure this out, but I don't measure stuff. That's the thing. So I can't even make a I can't eyeball nothing. I need you to tell me down to the teaspoon what it is. 
down to the teeth. It's crazy. <laughs> well, that's a pinch. If I put a handful. I'm, I'm like, is it a big pinch? Which fingers are you using? Right. Your index and your thumb or your, you know, like, I need you to tell me. what we're talking about. This could change the whole trajectory. Oh, no, it definitely bit. could. <laughs> definitely could. Dang. Start measuring. So until until I get it, until I find somebody that can break it down like that for me. Mm. Door dashes. Postmates. <laughs> Literally getting getting all the little money, and it's okay because we make good money. Hey, okay. Thankful. But the thing is, when I thought about it, I'm like, okay, I'm not spending money on groceries, so the money I'm not spending on groceries is just going to food anyway. It's the same amount of money; it's just going in different ways. That part. The rationale. That, that I get it though. That's a great rationale. Yeah. I live it. I only get it. I live mm-hmm. it. No, this is my life. My livelihood. But what a good episode. Yeah, this great. Yeah. Uh, yes, thank you, India. Um, look out for the posts. Follow some type A black girls, and we look forward to seeing you on our last episode as well as season four, which is crazy. Yes. And submit your questions to us, please. If you have any questions about the holidays coming up, um, whatever you have questions about, what mm-hmm. you should get your man for holidays, because I feel like that's a dilemma I always see on Twitter. And mm-hmm. I don't really know how to help you, but Faith can help you on that. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Love bird over here. Look at some socks for me. <laughs> wow. No, I'm playing. I say all that knowing good and well, I'd go buy buy like a PlayStation. Oh, no. Asia's one of the best gift givers I think I've ever met. Really? Like, she puts her heart, soul, and toes into gift giving. No, I really do. That's why I'm not like, if, if if I really wanted to buy a man a gift, he gonna be spoiled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, you really got to deserve it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But that's besides the point. Um, mm-hmm. Look out for some potential gift manuals we might have on the store. You may or may not. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're looking for last minute gifts or just stuff to get your family, friends, um, anyone, we'll have some gift manuals coming for you guys in the spirit of the season. Um, but yeah, follow some type of black girls and we'll talk to y'all next week. Okay. Love y'all. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>